0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. All right, let's uh, get uh, to uh, then. So the Pan-African... Parliament convened yesterday in Midrand, um ahead of its elections for uh, new leadership, uh, parliamentarians uh, from various African nations have descended on China's to choose uh, a new president, or they are hoping to choose a new president and vice president. The principle of a rotating pan-African parliament presidency, which uh, Southern Africa insists on, has still yet to be accepted by all member states. The objective of the Pan-African Parliament is to offer solutions to a number of challenges facing the continent. And now let's speak to Associate Professor uh, in International Relations and Political Science and also the Director of the Centre for Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg, Professor David Munyai, good morning and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, Good morning to you, TT, and to all listeners.
0: So now when uh, I think for many of us now, images that come to mind when we think Pan-African Parliament are the absolute scenes of chaos or the scenes of absolute chaos, the last time around when they convened to try and elect this leadership here. What is the source of, uh, you know, the, this disagreements here? I mean, this principle of rotation, not everyone agrees on it. And I mean, I don't know. So what hope is there that they'll actually be able to elect a leadership or a president if they can agree on how that should happen
1: yep. at the very first funny part is that the chaos in that parliament is, is chaos in johannesburg in terms of energy mm. uh, they had cut uh, power cuts um, load shedding at that time and uh, today there's um, load shedding happening as well. So, I mean, besides that point, um, this uh, body is uh, quite a a, a huge uh, shame uh, to the continent because it is so preoccupied with personal issues, um, which has nothing to do with the continent. The continent, as we speak, it confronts a lot of uh, challenges. Uh, Those who are watching pictures coming from Morocco Where in Libya, and they see young Africans um, arrested, beaten, some raped, uh, who are trying to go Mm. to uh, Europe. So, So that's a major issue of shame. That. Our own uh, young people I want to abandon their continent, uh, unprecedented move happening mm. on issues of climate change, the war in Ukraine, um, what is happening at it globally in terms of an emerging geopolitics that is directly affecting this continent. Mm. These are issues mm. that uh, these representatives should be seized with. Uh, ensuring that all their governments uh, have a common position on core issues, uh, and you saw in the United Nations uh, the two votes, the most divided continent all over the world. It was our own continent. Yeah. Um, we no longer speak with one voice, and and uh, the creation of a Pan-African Parliament was to strengthen Africa's continental institutions uh, for good governance. I think it was alongside the APRM, which is doing an excellent job, but parliament, African Parliament—it's indeed um, a shockingly uh, embarrassing uh, entity. And today, they need to rescue uh, all of us as we watch so that it does not uh, go right. back to the scenes of last year.
0: You know the idea of a rotating presidency which one would think uh, would uh, help you know alleviate a lot of disputes about where uh, who should be I mean I think it's nothing new uh, we know it's yes. applied even at the AU uh, level at SADC level we have a rotating presidency here. However what makes what is what is where does this idea come from that uh, Southern Africa as a, as a region is some kind of group, you know, where there's consensus, where they can reach consensus a little easier. I mean, we see it now, even within a, a, the Pan-African Parliament, where North Africans would not are supposed to get a turn as well uh, with the mm-hmm. presidency. But they can't reach consensus because of an enmity between Morocco and Algeria.
1: I think Southern Africa tend to be slightly um, um, I mean, more united uh, compared to other regions mm. uh, for a number of reasons. One is the liberation struggles across the continent, mm. and most of these former liberation movements are still in power in this part of the world than other parts of the continent. So that's one factor. And the anti-apartheid struggle as well and combined. And uh, they have been carrying that for a while, for now. And in the fact that there are less conflicts here, uh, if none at the moment, a direct war uh, in Southern Africa, then. Um, other than southern uh, DRC with M23, uh, really open hot fire. It, it's, it's not as it's the case in Sudan or, or any mm. other part of the continent. And therefore, I think in that environment allows the continent and right. the sub-region to mm. be more united than others.
0: Now, just uh, on the whole issue of how they will resolve the issue around the rotating presidency or not, there had been a directive from the AU Commission, but now members of the Pan African Parliament are saying Pan African Parliament is an autonomous body uh, that cannot be dictated to by the AU as to um, how to manage their affairs. Where will that? That seems like it's going to leave this things in a bit of a stalemate.
1: Indeed, uh, but uh, the Pan-African Parliament remains a body of the EU. Um, yes, they need and they should uh, demand autonomy uh, in terms of be able to say what they want to say on right things. I think they're demanding uh, autonomy on wrong things. Um, if uh, they're demanding autonomy on demanding that African leaders should have a common position on issues in the world, yes, that's what we want. And that's why we wanted them to be created mm-hmm. and to be able to at least give more energy, synergy, to matters of governance on our continent. But uh, they seem not to be doing those on right things, they're doing on wrong for reasons none other than just corruption, individual um traveling allowances, and be able to be shopping incentive
0: yeah and by the way who's picking up the tab for all of this
1: uh, if you look at the resources each uh, member will pay according to the economy uh, size of the economy but the host country contribute more um, more in terms of the building maintenance and a number of uh, uh, things so uh, in any way south africa countries such as Nigeria, Egypt and Kenya, they have much more strong economies. So
0: they tend to contribute more than, than the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is a problem. Thank you so much, uh, Professor David Munyai. I appreciate your insights as always. Thank you. Professor David Munya is Associate Professor um, of International Relations and Political Science and also the Director of the Centre for Africa China Studies at the University of Johannesburg.